You're listening to Ship Talking with Sharon Levine. Join Sharon as she discusses the human experience of creating and maintaining relationships of all kinds, from friendships to family and everything in between. And now, here's Sharon. Welcome to another episode of Ship Talking, 97.9 The Hills show where we talk about relationships of all types. I am your host, Sharon Levine, joined today by Nikki and Duncan. Nikki and Duncan, thank you so much for joining me. How's it going? Good. Yeah, good. It's good to get out of the lab for a yeah. little bit, come down to the radio station. Yes. Yeah. Happy to have you both. Yeah, thanks so much for having us. This is going to be fun. Yeah, Nikki, you are a WCHL staffer. I am, yes. Always a privilege. Yes. Um, why don't y'all start with just a 30-second bio? Tell me about yourself. Sure. Do you want to start? Or you want to start? You start. Um, so I'm Nikki Harris. I have been working at WCHL for about close to seven months now. Um, I grew up in... Orlando, Florida. Uh, I'm 22. I just graduated from college. Yeah. How many times have you been to Disney World? A fair amount. I don't know if I have a number. I honestly prefer Universal, so okay. I've probably been there more. But I would say, living there, I actually don't go. Yeah, it's that. not cool. It's not cool when it's you live not, there. It's not. It's, and it's not that close. Um, I'd say the big secret of being a native is that the key is to go when there's a when they think there's going to be a hurricane and then the hurricane diverts. Oh my gosh. And so everyone everyone has already canceled their trips and then you go and there are no lines. That's perfect. Yeah. Like good that was insider's my knowledge. I love it. <laughs> Duncan, tell us about yourself. So I'm originally from Massachusetts and then I went to college in Minnesota and didn't like it there. So I decided to come down south and now <laughs> I'm working on a PhD in chemistry at UNC. I love it. Fellow doctoral student. What year are you? I'm a first year graduate student. First year. Okay. How's it going so far? Oh, you know, I think honestly, I dodged a bullet in some ways doing all my teaching online. It's so much easier to not have to go in the lab yeah. and like, talk to the students in person. I can see how that how that would have been a good transition into, into graduate school. Oh, yeah. I think it's so much easier than having to prepare a lecture, you well, know, go and stand in front of them. Now we're both, we're all fully vaccinated. We are. So... You might have to stand in front of a full class of students, sure enough. Soon enough. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Dunk. (laughs) All right. So um, thank you for joining us here today. I am interested in hearing about your relationship and particularly about the year-long pandemic that has played a pretty central role in your relationship. Is that right? (laughs) Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, our relationship has – if our relationship was a person, it would not know a life (laughs) other than a pandemic. (laughs) Basically, yes. Our relationship has never been to any sort of party, <laughs> concert. Oh, my goodness. All right, so take take us back to before everything erupted. Uh, what is this, like January 2020? What? Yeah. Think, yeah, March, March 2020. Do you want to start or do you want me to start? You can start. Okay. Um, I guess we can each tell it from our own perspectives. Okay. Um, but, yeah, Duncan and I were both seniors at Carleton. And Carleton is Carleton College is um, a small liberal arts school outside of Minneapolis. Okay, and um, we were always friendly, like we had a lot of mutual friends, um, but never sort of had gotten to know each other super well. And then um, the pandemic hit, and everyone was sent home and was <laughs> started virtual learning. And we were lucky enough to be a few of the students who lived off campus and were able to stay and like live with our friends and have some extra time to sort of savor that. Um, Because when the pandemic hit as a college student who lives on campus, you're 
sent home, right? Right, exactly. Like you were, except if you were under certain circumstances, if you were like an international student, like had okay. to stay. But most people were instructed to pack everything up, leave it in their rooms. <laughs> because our school also was like, well, we're going to do the first half of the spring term online and we'll see what happens which oh my gosh obviously looking back was quite naive um, right but and this is second semester senior year of yeah, college for yeah, y'all yeah um and our school is a little bit strange in that we were on trimesters so we had uh-huh. like we end a little bit later so our ter- our spring term wasn't ending until like mid-june or yeah so yeah the, the second quarter basically goes from uh it goes up until like new year's okay and then oh, okay. the third quarter is from uh, it's everything spring after break. that. Yeah, yeah, it was spring break and then on. Um, and so, yeah, so Duncan and I both actually were able to have enough credits to graduate a term early so that we wouldn't have to do online Just, like, learning. mess with that. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm going to try to savor my yes, college experience. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, so we both felt very lucky in that. And so we were both kind of left in this small rural Minnesotan town not doing much literally the middle of nowhere literally the middle of nowhere like everything's closed we have a lot of our friends around we both lived with our like best friends who were all friends um which was really fun okay do you think it's better to have started the pandemic in the middle of nowhere or started the pandemic in like the middle of a city oh much better in the middle of nowhere definitely middle of nowhere okay uh yeah honestly because (laughs) the the mask restrictions probably didn't appear in in northfield which is the town carlton's in until like a month or two okay. after Boston or New York, <laughs> yeah. you know, just on this like delayed timeline. And I also just think the like sense of space is so much different. Like one of my best friends who actually ended up coming back to Northfield um, is from Brooklyn, and she had already gone home, and she and her whole family were quarantined in their like tiny Brooklyn apartment, and like oh literally God, couldn't know. leave for like like they were getting groceries delivered, and like she got back and she was like, oh my God, I can like go on a walk and like not see anyone <laughs> and not be afraid to go on a walk. And so I think just the sense of fear and the sense of um, confinement was very different, um, and I'm really lucky that we had that. And so we actually ended up staying in Northfield throughout the summer. Um, Do you feel like you you felt the urgency of it still, or did it take no. a while for that to, to I seep think it in? Took a while. Yeah, yeah, not not at all. Yeah, That's um, so interesting. Yeah, and so yeah, I remember when we yeah, and I think also just the 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 understanding of how long it was going to last right. took a while to seep in. Um, just because it felt like, in a lot of ways, our lives hadn't changed that drastically. Right. Um, other than not going to class. Um, but yeah, so our friends, all of our friends and I, us just started like doing a lot of inventive drinking activities. <laughs> um, we started, one of our best friends, Morgan, started a quarantini night. Oh um, my gosh. <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah, a weekly quarantini night. Um, and yeah, and I started working at this like local, at the local garden center, um, which was great. And Duncan started some of his... Um, yeah, I started doing some of my research uh, remotely. So I was doing a lot of computation. Okay. Because yeah. you already knew you were going to transition to grad school. Okay. Yeah. Right, right. Um, and so I think, sorry, getting back to our actual relationship, how that is part of this, um, is that the truth is I had a bit of a crush on Duncan um, going into this. And when we kind of were in a smaller group, we were able to sort of actually talk and get to know each other more. And you're like, sweet, we're stuck together. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> um, and I think just like pretty quickly, like realized we got along really well. Um, and because we had both graduated kind of started hanging out during the day when our friends were in class and 
Right. I mean, I mean, the middle of nowhere is, it doesn't like stress enough what Northfield was like. You, you go five miles out and it's cornfields. I lived in um, the Mississippi Delta for a while. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's exactly yeah. Like that. Um, so, you know, it was nice to have somebody to do things with. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And we just, I think also because of the pandemic and because like there wasn't much to do, like we just sped, started spending a lot of time together very quickly. Um, was this crush, Duncan? Was this known on your end? No. At all? Okay. No. Okay. You know how boys are. They're yeah. oblivious, <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we, um, I think there was definitely a period of like, is this just a friendship? Right, is this right. romantic? Um, and as the one with the crush, I was the one to... Oh, I love Put it. Initiate. <laughs> you want to clear what she was going to be. Let's, let's let me pause there. I think that's a good cliffhanger for, for when we come back. Um, thanks for, for chatting with us and thanks for listening to Ship Talking on 97.9 The Hill. We will be back in a few moments to hear how this relationship developed. You're listening to Ship Talking with Sharon Levine. We'll be back with more after this on 97.9 The Hill. And now back to Ship Talking with Sharon Levine. Once again, here's Sharon. We are back to Ship Talking on 97.9 The Hill. I am your host, Sharon Levine, joined by Nikki and Duncan. Nikki and Duncan were telling us how things started for them as a couple. Um, All right, so you are both second semester seniors living in rural mill nowhere, Minnesota, when a worldwide pandemic hits. (laughs) And shuts everything down, right? (laughs) Um, You were both very lucky to be living off campus and so kind of developed a close group of friends during this time. Nikki, you had a secret crush on Duncan. Duncan, you were a boy and were totally oblivious. (laughs) Did I recap everything? All right. Does that sound good? Sounds about right. All right. What happened next? Well, I think so. we, We were the two out of our friends that graduated early. So all of our friends would have class during the day, right? Oh, this is so romantic. So y'all, so y'all were just hanging out while everyone else was at class. Right, right. And we also, we live next door to each other, basically two doors down. Yeah. Our like back driveway is like connected. So we would just like walk through the back, this back alleyway. Yeah. Yeah. So we would go and hang out during the day. You know, it was, it was getting, it was starting to turn nice, especially after the Minnesota yeah. winter. So it felt really good to be able to go outside and you know, walk around, do whatever fun things outside. And during the early days, people like, weren't doing anything, right? Like you didn't have, and you were just graduated, so yeah, no responsibilities. Right, yeah. Like we really were trying to like fill our days. Right, right, right. <laughs> right, and especially there was a lot of drama with people like refusing to see people who aren't living, you know, with them. Yeah, for yeah. sure. But, uh, yeah, I'm sure everyone remembers how that was. <laughs> yeah. And I think it was understandable. Like I think people were very... There was just so much unknown that, right. like, it, yeah, you know, people felt like they needed to draw boundaries in ways that made them feel it was very scary, very scary right. time. Yeah, um, but yeah, yeah, I think we were of one mind in that, like, if we're only seeing each other, then you know, presumably right. neither of us has coronavirus. Yeah, yeah. you were in each other's pods yeah. before pods were a thing. Yeah, yeah, before that was the um, official term. So yeah, so then we just started spending a lot of time together and spending a lot of time like with our larger friends. Um, and then one night, um, <laughs> I made my move. <laughs> what was your move, Nikki? 
Um, I don't know if I want this. Okay, like, recorded. Well, share whatever you're comfortable <laughs> with. <laughs> it's just embarrassing. Like, um, I think he just caught Duncan off. Like, I basically just kissed him, and then I, I, I was a little surprised. I really, I'll it was a little honest. caught off guard. Um, you really didn't know. Like, y'all are spending every day, all day together, and you didn't know. Yeah, and I will you, say you underestimate boys, yeah. or you overestimate them. <laughs> I, I would like them. to say I think that this is an important detail that there were probably two or three times before this, before the move was made, where all of us were hanging out and, like, during these group gatherings, Duncan and I would spend a lot of time just talking to the two of us, and then we would all go back to my... We had a front porch and, like, a couch on it, and that kind of became, like, a uh-huh. fun communal space. And Quarantinis in hand. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. um, and people would come back, and slowly by slowly, people would trickle out, and by 1, 2 a.m., it's just Duncan and I, yep. and I'm like, all right, like, tonight's the night. Like, he's finally going to, like... You and so you're you're waiting on him kind to make of. a move. Like I'm like he must he must he must know like, yeah he yeah, must yeah. Know. And then he'd be like all right like have oh a good my life. gosh Duncan like, what and oh I like gosh. with all my friends and I'd be like guys what's and then he would message me and be like you want to go like hang out and I'm like okay like <laughs> I know that feeling Nikki like so well I, I <laughs> and so finally I was like so frustrated this is I just have to do it like I have to I have to make a move um, and so I kissed him and I think he was like. Whoa! Where did that come from? You know, how was I ever supposed to predict that? Um, But then I think, I think once we, or once Duncan was able to realize what was happening, wrap my little mind around it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't know. What do you? What would you say? Things. Yeah, tell us a story from your perspective. No, I would say that that's. very close to what happened, you know, even from my perspective. <laughs> um, but so I, I was actually friends with the the one girl that like you were pretty close friends with who didn't live with her. Yeah. Okay. So I would always go see her and, you know, you and your friends would be there. Me and my friends would be there. And, you know, I guess I just never put two and two together. <laughs> right. But then I guess like once you did, what would you, how would you, right. after I made my move? What, what, were your, what were your thoughts? Yeah, were y'all, like, together after that? Or did it take some um, time to adjust to this new maybe? Um, a little bit. But I don't know. I feel like the pandemic makes that a little bit harder. Yeah, absolutely. To say. Yeah, so were we together, do you think? <laughs> um, I don't think so. I think, but I, I yeah. think it was still, it was right. still like... But it's like, what What does it mean to be dating someone if you can't do anything? Right. 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 Because I would say we were dating, you know, if we went out to dinner or something. Right. But, you know, we can't go to dinner. We can't go to a movie. Right. Um, I think we definitely started spending a lot of one-on-one time together. That's such a good, that's such a good point. Yeah. Duncan, like, what defines dating? Right. Is it, like, having feelings and seeing each other a lot? Or is it, like, actually going on right. quote-unquote dates? Um, and I think it was just interesting because it was... So, I mean, I don't know how you feel about this, but I feel like it was so different than the, like, we were sort of starting this relationship in, still in this, like, college hookup space. Yeah. This completely new definition of what that meant, because, like, there weren't, like, parties anymore. There were, like, these small gatherings and, like, just ha- what the expectations of, like, are, like when you're seeing someone in college in the beginning, like, are we going to go home together tonight? Or, like, are we not? Like, there's a lot of, like... I also feel like college graduate versus uh, even second semester college student are two very different, very different like, yeah. times of life. Right. Yeah. Um, and so I think we were both, and because we all we had the same like group of friends, I think we 
were both like not wanting to like jeopard like we were going back and forth between I think starting to like develop real feelings for each other but then also wanting to like kind of keep it casual because we were in this larger group yeah, of friends yeah, yeah. and like it's we, gonna be weird well, especially yeah, yeah especially because you know it's the last time I'm gonna see most of these people for probably a long time right um and so I think it was just and I think we both had had like serious previous relationships that were obviously mm-hmm. always at play <laughs> yeah yeah and so yeah I think it was sort of like ebbed and flowed in the beginning of like spending a lot of time together and also just like being able to spend so much time together and then I think getting or at least me getting like a little freaked out of like what does this mean and like what like where is this going because like we don't have that much time left yeah knowing that he's going away right right um yeah especially because I'm I know I'm going to be in North Carolina for the next couple of years five years (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah I think it just like I know this is like corny but like I think it was one of those things like as hard as we I think at certain moments we both felt like we should like cool it like that the smart thing to do would be to like cool it and then I think we both just kind of like couldn't like I think we both just like wanted to spend time together and like just kept being drawn to each other um I don't and, know if yeah. that's how you felt. Yeah, no, I, that's yeah, that's pretty fair. And we have to wrap this up in a second, but Nikki, you're now living in North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a big decision somewhere in there. Yeah. Um, definitely a very big decision. Um, but at the same time, it also felt like not a huge decision just because, like, yeah, I didn't really have anywhere else to be because of the pandemic and because that had, like, altered everyone's post-grad plans so drastically. <laughs> right. Um, and so it felt like the calculation was like, I don't know, not go somewhere else where like I'm gonna be quarantined and not with the person I love and yeah, like yeah, be miserable yeah. or be here and like just give it a shot. Like um, it didn't feel like I was giving very much up um, in that calculation, I guess. Um, and I get, yeah, so that's from my perspective. I don't want to force her to come to North Carolina, right? Because right. I mean, you've never been here or anywhere like here, really, right? Because you lived in Florida and Minnesota, right? And then big cities over the summer. So if you wanted to live with your friends who, or like stay with your friends who are going to stay in Minneapolis, I would feel really bad about like, you know, strong arming you into North Carolina, that, yeah, where you know like two people, right? All right. Well, spoiler, Nikki it works in North Carolina now. <laughs> Here we <I> are. <laughs> that decision was made. Right. Uh, and we'll be back and learn more in a few minutes. You're listening to Ship Talking with Sharon Levine. We'll be back with more after this on 97.9 The Hill. And now back to Ship Talking with Sharon Levine. Once again, here's Sharon. Welcome back to Ship Talking on 97.9 The Hill. I am your host, Sharon, joined by Nikki and Duncan, who uh, have been sharing their story of how how they started as a couple. Um, so at this point, y'all had just graduated. You're officially dating. Uh, Duncan, you know you're starting a PhD in North Carolina. And Nikki, you're faced with this decision of whether or not to move across the country with this fairly new boyfriend. And I heard you talking a lot uh, during the break about, like, how how weighty that decision was for you, how difficult that, that thought process was for you. Yeah. Do you want me to, like, expand on yeah, that? Yeah, go for it. Um, yeah, I think, I mean, again, I feel like all of this can't really be separated from the context of, like, a pandemic and that 
my post-grad plans were just completely, like, there were just so many different job, so many job options that weren't available anymore, and just, Mm -hmm. I felt like, I'd always wanted to move somewhere new after graduation, um, and I felt like, I don't know, I felt like this, I wasn't giving that much up coming here, and um, it felt like the options were, like, go somewhere that wasn't here, and be in a world where, like, I can't really do anything. Um, I could, it felt like I could really, like, see new people. Um, and I would be, like, miserable there, like, basically mourning this relationship that I felt like had just, yes. was just getting going exactly, and, like, yeah. just getting good. And, like, we were just, like, I felt like we were still, like, in a lot of ways, like, getting to know each other and, like, falling in love. And so it felt like kind of an easy decision in a lot of ways. Um, and, Duncan, I heard you talking a little bit about how you were really... Um, oh, like didn't want to strong arm her at all. Like didn't want to push her into this decision. But it sounds like you're kind of like crossing your fingers behind your back that she yeah. come. Is that right? Yeah, no, that's exactly right. I, I would have been pretty sad if, you know, this girl that I just met decided. Well, just met, but you know, we yeah. just started dating, and then I just never saw her again. Because realistically, like if you didn't come to North Carolina, like right. I might come to Minnesota. I might go to Minnesota at some point. Right. But other than that, I probably just wouldn't see you like really ever again. Yeah. And, you know, there's so many things that you don't get to do during a pandemic that you could normally do if you're dating someone. Like, honestly, we never got to go to a restaurant, which it's just kind of pathetic, right? <laughs> <laughs> have you been to a restaurant yet or have we still? We have. We no, have we, now. we we have now, now that we're vaccinated. vaccinated. <laughs> um, it was great. We are still I together. <laughs> yeah. Do you still like each other after that dinner? Yeah. 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 We have some table manners to work on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I think we both felt like it was too early to have any sort of to conversation about like to call it quits, but yeah. also like it felt like trying to make it work long distance oh. wasn't really realistic. Yeah, no, if she if she said like let's do long distance, I probably would have shot that down. I, yeah. I mean I would have said this is kinda crazy, right? Like we've known each other for or we've been like dating for a few months. Like right. wh- why would you want to do that? Right. But yeah, I think it did feel too early to like call it quits. So where are we right now? <laughs> yeah, well, so now we've been together for about a year. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying having her here. <laughs> yeah, I think it's gone surprisingly well. Um, and so you're you're living separately, right? Yes, yes. Okay. we are, um, which I think was a wise decision. Wise I think a super mature decision. decision. Yeah. Um, and also just a way, like, I saw it as an avenue to try to, like, make some friends here. And yeah. so that, like, I don't know. I don't think either of us are ones to want our relationship to be our, like, whole life or, like, our whole social life. Um, but, yeah, I definitely think it's been a very unique experience. But I think <laughs> very fun. And, like, I feel like more than any. I don't know how you feel about this. But I feel like more than anything, we've just become, like, best friends. Like, I feel yeah. like. Yeah. No, I, that's that's very fair, right? Like. Yeah, I mean, like I do things with Nikki that I would do with my friends, right? Yeah, yeah. I think you're gonna have a really cool story. Yeah, I think you do have a really cool story, <laughs> a really unique story. Yeah, it's definitely like I don't know. It's funny to number one. I feel like it was funny kind of trying to explain it to our parents, um, and them being like, "Okay, so so let me get this right. You guys been together for." <laughs> 12 weeks. 
<laughs> I'm imagining you also like one day along the road explaining it to your little kids and like first having to explain the idea of like a pandemic right, and then a exactly, quarantine exactly. and like, no one could do anything yeah. and we had to work. Yeah, I think the thing that was like helpful to me was that our friends who had seen all of it, who were like there with us, didn't think it was that crazy. Yeah. Um, and so I feel like that was a nice, we were like, okay, this isn't like. Well, they saw something that your parents didn't, right. hadn't yet seen. Right. Right. Yeah, I think in many ways it's just like, you, you know, once you graduate college, you can get a fresh start. Yeah. Wherever you go. So I thought it was nice to just, you know, to have Nikki around. Um, yeah, I guess that didn't come out very well. No, y'all are very cute. I love it. But, you know, I thought it was awesome to, to have Nikki around, to do the fresh start, you know, because we don't have all of our college friends around. So it can just be us doing whatever we want, really. In, well, not whatever we want, but in our free time, you yeah. know, we can explore a new place. Yeah. Kind of do some new stuff. Yeah. It's kind of been an adventure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank y'all so much for joining me today. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having Appreciate us. It was really fun. I'm happy to meet you both. This was fun for me, too. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all we have today. Thank you so much for listening to Ship Talking on 97.9 The Hill. We'll be back with you next week. You've been listening to Ship Talking with Sharon Levine on 97.9 The Hill. For more episodes, visit the on-demand page of our website, chapelboro.com. She has them separate.